chapter 2.1 the imperial ideology this section will signify the ideology of the imperial rule in india throughout the 18th century all the way to the 20th century so during the 18th century which was a period of 1700 to 1799 the period also when the territorial conquest was starting of the british empire in india there was a orientalist versus a modernity discourse going on <clears throat> orientalism was an approach where the inherent culture of the india was being explored and was being revived whereas the modern disc- modernist discourse was the modernity that was crept in by the western culture now the imperial ideology was also delimited uh, throughout this discourse uh, initially the imperial ideology was influenced by the orientalist tradition which was evident from the hastings policy uh, one more evidence would be the setting up of the fort williams college in 1800 which was to assimilate ics officers to the indian cultures they wanted to retain the elements of the indian administration or indian society hence the orientalist tradition had a presence in the imperial ideology but soon as with the coming of the wellesley and the cornwallis this orientalist tradition gradually gave way to the much more westernized anglicization and this was evident when the fort williams college was closed in 1802 and a new uh, college was east india college was established at haileybury Now, throughout this period, uh, Anglicization was in the forefront and Orientalist was discoursed. One important other observation was this Orientalist discourse uh, in a way discouraged the need for Orientalism itself. It said that the uh, much more glorious civilization has decayed and this necessitated a perpetual need of authoritarian rule hence in a way the orientalist discourse justified the presence of the anglicization now during the 19th century or the period of 1800 a few more paradigms were emerging in the british empire and the british polity these were utilitarianism the evangelicalism and anglicization now the evangelicalism was has to do something with the christianity and uh, due to the pressure of evangelicalism ultimately in the charter of 1833 uh christian missionary sorry the charter of 1813 christian missionaries was allowed to enter into the country and this is how the education in english spread to some extent because missionary uh, contributed significantly in the uh, propagation of education though their motive were inspired by proselytization activities but still they played a significant role in the spreading of the education now the utilitarianism utilitarianism has to do with the uh individual happiness utilitarianism said that this authority authoritarian that this authoritarianism rule is wrong but now it is established let it be because ultimately it would help to evolve the society so they did discourage and they did despise this uh authoritarianism rule but they said okay let it be because uh, uh, let's look at the greater picture also in the 90 also in the 19th century industrial revolution was booming in the uh, in the britain so this necessitated a free market and a free market uh, lobbying was happened and due to this uh, the charter of 1833 the monopoly of china trade was abolished of the east india company and charter of 1813 abolished the uh, indian monopoly of the eic this utilitarianism also gave us the concept of rule of law which was evident from the charter of 1833 when law commission was established also the private property was a uh, Uh, gift of this anglicization or the utilitarianism however as one see during the tenure of the lord 
Wellesley and Lord Cornwallis, this Anglicization was at the forefront. But when Lord Bentinck came and Thomas Munro came, this uh, ideology went into a shift. Now, Lord Bentinck was an epitome of the dilemma of the utilitarianism and the authoritarianism. Uh, this was also evident during the discourse on which English has to be provided. Now, this was a discussion whether English has to be provided in the vernacular language or the Anglicized English language. That was the one concern. However, Thomas Munro was a liberal who said the vernacular language let it go on. So, this is how the ideology evolved. Now, post the revolve of 1857, uh, this uh, the paternalism became a dominant ideology where the uh, where it was said that the reforms are no longer beneficial. Now, Indians cannot be allowed to rule by themselves. And uh, Queen Victoria was proclaimed the Empress of India. And uh, so this was the victory of authoritarianism when liberalism was at the back front and paternalism became a dominant, uh, dominant ideology and all the, the reforms took a backseat.